He's my yeah. uh, my little. <laughs> oh, yeah. Gotcha. Okay. Okay. From the frat. Okay. Gotcha. That makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> nah. No, from from Sasa. Shut up, Bilal, and it'll be ass, right? All right. <clears throat> anyway. All right. Okay. All right. Go okay. ahead. You can get started. Um, welcome back to Never Intentionally Podcast. Um, we're here back with a second episode, I guess, with our our new season. Um, season number two. Yep. Season two. Um, we're going to be talking about the NBA and the playoffs. We have a special guest, Abhishek. Hi, and... glad to be on. <laughs> <laughs> so Abhishek I... Bilal told me that you, you're you a beast on the basketball court. Is that true? <laughs> oh, you know, in, in my heyday, I was. It's been a minute. In the heyday. I'm sure, I could, I'm, I'm sure I could still get Bilal buckets. That's for sure. That's probably true. Yeah, Bilal is garbage. That's why. <laughs> um. Yeah, so we're just going to be talking about basketball. I know you're super into um, basketball and you're super knowledgeable, so it should be fun. Bull told me that you're a huge LeBron fan. <laughs> yeah, I do. I do enjoy supporting uh, the GOAT himself, LeBron. I, I wonder if that is a controversial take here. I hope not. I know with Bilal it is. but With Bilal it definitely is. That's because Bilal is you know, a hater of all things in the modern day. Bro, it's not true at all, man. Um, I feel like if LeBron wins one more, LeBron's he's the clear cut goat, right? But right now it's like one A, one B for me. Jordan's still one mm-hmm. A. <laughs> gotcha. Um, so yeah, let's not you know get t- lost on that tangent because I know Bilal's gonna lose his <laughs> lose his shit. So we can jump right into it. For, wait, wait, who do you support? What's your team? I I am a Wizards fan. Yes. Okay. Sir. Okay. Are you from the D? Are you from? Sorry, are you from like Northern Virginia? Where are you from? Yeah, Nova, Reston, Vienna area, for sure. Oh, tough. Okay, yeah. So, yeah, it makes sense. Um, I'm from Boston, so I am a, Celt- I'm a Celtics fan, unfortunately. <laughs> um, and uh, I fucking hate the Wizards. Um, <laughs> yeah. Just, dude, ever since that, you remember that, what is it, the, uh, the seven-game series when Isaiah Thomas um, and John Moore were going at it like a couple yeah, years ago? Bro, I that, well, yeah, yeah. Series, I feel like we have... I feel like we have worse memories of that yeah, series yeah. than you guys. Isaiah dropping 53 after his little sister died. That was mm-hmm. gut-wrenching, mm-hmm. man. But yeah, it was a great series. But ever since that series, I've hated the Wizards. It's, <laughs> okay. Y'all some dogs, man. Y'all the like, craziest that's, fan that's, base. That's completely not true, bro. You're a Boston <laughs> I was fan. Gonna what say, are you talking about? Saying, our fans are nah. so tame. Like Our fans don't even give a shit. No, 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 no. <laughs> Capitals fans are tame. Wizards fans are not tame at all. Not in the slightest. Y'all are I feel like it's the other way around. Can we just the other way around. Yeah, I don't know what, what info. Dude, what okay, maybe it's again, just bro. like the Wizards fans that I know, like you and Amir. Y'all are annoying as hell. Nah, man. Get out of here. All right, all right. So okay. we can just jump right into it. I had a few questions that I wrote down. Yeah. So mm-hmm. the first, actually, let's ask Bilal's question first. Okay, so, all right. Uh, just now, okay, after uh, that Lakers-Suns game, um, and the Lakers were super dominant in the second half, they were shooting the lights out, except for Kuzma, of course. But, <laughs> oh, my uh, God. <laughs> uh, does the, is the writing on the wall, is that series over? Or do we still have a lot to see? And do you guys want to jump into it, or should I? You go ahead. Go ahead, man. man. Go ahead. Yeah, I mean, um, I wouldn't say it's over. Uh, Call me crazy here, but I I really do think that uh, Phoenix, they have a full season's body of work. And, of course, with Chris Paul kind of getting injured, and, you know, we we know what LeBron does in a playoff series. We know that he does his feel-out game one, and, you know, when he takes an L there, it's not really – the worst thing in the world as it would be for normal human beings but mm-hmm. he's come back you know he's kind of rebounded and <laughs> we we kind of see how you know he's having fun out there we saw him posting up uh jay crowder who was talking smack to him in the entire time and then lebron's yeah. just like you know okay i'm just gonna do my thing took over Dude, jay is always on the quarter. smoke man Jay's really always is. smoke like even back in boston bro that dude was getting mm-hmm. into it with everybody but yeah continue no, yeah, I just uh, I can't write them off because I know how good you know Aiden is. I know how good Booker is. You know, I, I don't think there are many scores in the league that can kind of keep pace with um, Devin Booker when he's on his game. And yeah, yeah. talk about Tory Craig, right? Like he's just been playing out of his mind for uh, for Phoenix. But uh, if the Lakers' supporting cast can kind of hold their own and Andre Drummond doesn't play too many minutes, I think that you know Los Angeles should you know 
get it done. Yeah. Hold up, I'll be. Can you fix your mic? I don't know why, but I'm getting like hella interference. With yeah, the mic. yeah. Okay, here we go. You guys can see why. Yeah. All right. I think it's over. <laughs> I'm gonna yeah. be complete. I think it's over. See, there's there's a couple players in NBA history that have you know that ability to just put their foot on the gas pedal and you know call a series, especially in the first or second round, what it is, right? LeBron and AD are two of those players, I think, especially when they're on the same team together and they got Andre Drummond down low, right? Andre Drummond's so bad, bro. <laughs> Dude, not trash. okay. Andre, okay, Andre <laughs> Drummond is a great defender and a great rebounder. That's all nah, they need bro. from him. I wouldn't call him a great defender. <laughs> I wouldn't call him that. And he's a solid, re- probably one of the best reaps. Not one of the best. He's the best rebounder in the game right now. Okay. It's oh, okay. 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 Let's let's <laughs> let's pump the. Who is a better rebounder than Andre Drummond? Are you? Oh he, first of all, he's not the best rebounder <laughs> on his team. Second of all, he's not the best, rebounder, the best rebounder in the series. I would Who's say Anthony Davis personally. Hell no. Andre I mean, Drummond has been the wrong. rebounds leader in his career like five different times, and he's still the best rebound leader even now. Okay. Are we talking about his career? Or are we talking about like right now? Even right now, he's averaging 12 rebounds a game. Okay, first of all, DeAndre Aiden washes him on the boards whenever he's in the game. So he's not even the best in the series. So the, the league comparison, let's 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 cut that out. Right. Anyway. I, don't know. I, I feel is, like when, when Drummond's on the floor, it's just his rebounding. Like, he'll get the rebound, but he'll turn the ball over immediately. <laughs> I didn't mean to cut you off. Go for it, though. It's all you. I think you cut out for a second. Yeah. Oh, he's sorry. Anyway. Point being, all right, I don't give a shit about Andre Drummond and his <laughs> rebounding potential. Point being, LeBron, Anthony, Dennis Schroeder, freaking Kyle Kuzma even, right? When they're all, when they want to put the foot, uh, what is it? Put their, what's the saying? It's like, sorry, put their foot down on the gas pedal, right? And they want to run through the Suns. They're going to run through the Suns. It's going to be a 4-1 series. The Suns, especially nah, with Chris Paul being, especially with Chris Paul being <laughs> injured, man, I think the series is over. Like, Chris Paul is still playing around 30 minutes a game. He'll probably come back to his usual 35. But even with Chris playing yesterday, he only averaged 7, 6, and 5, which is not that impressive for Chris Paul, right? He played 27 minutes. So I don't know how I feel about the Suns, even if Devin Booker goes on, like, an insane scoring streak. I don't see the Suns pulling it off. Yeah, I could definitely – I don't think it'll be 4-1. I definitely see the Suns. Stealing one more game, maybe somewhere. Maybe. Just mm-hmm. if they have a good shooting game, or at most, I don't know. I mean, four six. I mean, sorry, four two, right? Lakers and six. Yeah, I mean, I, I guess we'll really have to see. I'm really curious to see the next game because this game, like we saw it, it became kind of lopsided. Um, but we'll see if, like, if that continues, you know, because like sometimes there's just one game and a team just goes off. Yeah. You know what I mean? See, but they we'll only see. lost by fourteen, but wasn't the lead like a lot? Yeah, no, they were higher. up by. They were, yeah, yeah, no, but the the Suns cut it. Like went on a run at the end of the game, mm-hmm. but it was it I was mean, kind of like a like were the starters in at the end of the game still. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. But um, it's yeah, they got to like I don't think it was like eight or seven. Yeah, yeah, then yeah. kind of lost it again. Yeah, I mean Booker is you know people call him the second coming. It wasn't even him. It was um Payne. Who was it? Campaign and Jay Crowder was in some shots. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah, bro, let's go wild. Jay Crowder out of nowhere. He only had nine points though. Uh, He didn't get started in so late, to be honest. I think. Dude, I totally Uh, forgot Cameron Payne existed. My God, (laughs) he's been playing. Yeah, he's been playing like you know he's gonna be a force in the series. Yeah, like I don't think anyone was gonna predict that. That's wild. I mean, he's got 33, 27 minutes past two games, so they're putting him in. I think that has a lot to do with the fact that Chris Paul has been injured. Mm-hmm. But, Definitely. you know, bringing that kind of energy off the bench is something Bruh. that they could I definitely just love use. Paul, like, I think he's such a smart player. and like He I is, know, dude. I, I, he's I one of the highest he, IQ players ever. Yeah, I wish, he just, sure. I wish he could have played, you know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so I think it's consensus we're saying the Lakers are going to win. We just don't know in how many games, right? Yeah, I, I would agree with that. Yeah. Probably, okay, yeah. That's fair. Probably yeah. All right, Abby, I got to ask, what do you think is the biggest surprise or who is the biggest surprise of the playoffs thus far? Ooh, this is a good question. Um, I, I'm looking over, you know, some of my things, uh, you know, some of these games. I wouldn't call the Luka performance a surprise because mm-hmm. I kind of expected this kind of performance from him. Yeah, I'm going to go out and say that my biggest surprise is Julius Randle not – you know, being oh yeah, 
has the Julius Randle that we've yeah, known throughout the for year. Sure, for sure. Mm-hmm. You know, this is a guy who's he was averaging you know, 30 points a game for like oh. a month or two in there. And yeah, you know, he was getting triple doubles whenever he wanted. I don't know how much Knicks basketball you guys watched, but the kind of buckets that he was getting, he was shooting like any MVP candidate. Like he wasn't mm-hmm. just getting to the line, getting fouled. He was hitting like fadeaway step back over yeah. people. He was doing his thing. And he's just not lived up to it so far. And of course, yeah. New York got the win the other day, but it's just not how Julius Randle has been playing basketball this year. So yeah. I right, think that's been sure. the biggest surprise for me, at least. Yeah. Do your act? Mike keeps acting. Up. <laughs> it's, it's fine. It's fine. Don't worry about it. Um, what I was gonna, I was gonna say, the Hawks front court, right? They may not seem like much, like with um, what's his name, Clint Capella. Um, at center, Clint Capella is a solid defender. I wouldn't say he's like two way or anything, but he's got a huge size advantage, I think, over Julius Randle, which helps. Um, what a, what about? Uh, I don't mean to change the topic, but what about the Bucks just blowing the heat out of the water? Oh I yeah, is that all surprise? I I think it's a surprise. Go for it. Yeah. Tell me why why you are not surprised. Bro, bro, your mic. Yeah, your mic. Let me try this. Yeah, yeah. Maybe switch it up. Um. Yeah. So, uh, Abby, can you still hear me? I think he's, I think he's trying to fix it. Okay, I'll give him a second. But um, I I could just say uh, like the Bucks in the playoffs have a history of just like Choking. underperforming and just don't yeah, miss words, shooting man. Choking. Choking game. Choking. No, you're you're right. But uh, yeah, like they've been dominant as hell. They have. You know. It, you Not know even why, close. right? You know why? It's because of that Drew Holiday edition. Man. Yeah, okay. that's true. That's Drew true. Holiday is one of the like most underrated shooting slash point guard. You know, mm-hmm. point point guards slash shooting guards in the league, right? Yeah. The, the mid range shot that he brings, and sometimes out outside shot too, right? Yeah. It opens up so much more space for Giannis that he didn't have with someone uh, like Eric Bledsoe last year, right? Yeah. Um, and then also Brooke Lopez, right? Sorry. Yeah, Brooke Lopez, right? Is their starting yeah. center yeah, right yeah. now? Yeah, he's and he's like playing like he's like a rejuvenated sub. He's obviously not his like Nets days and stuff, but he's playing really well, right? And I mean, I don't know what to tell you. Like the Heat are definitely like Tyler Hero is not shooting as Tyler Hero is a in bench player now he's a starter last year duncan robinson's yeah. shooting i mean no, that's down, like, over our, now, yeah duncan robinson's shooting numbers went from 50 percent last year down to like 35 this year even from the three-point arc yeah um jimmy butler is the only one that's really pulling his weight on that team right jimmy butler and bam Adebayo, but i don't think that's enough to overcome uh, it's not i mean it's three now, Drew, so. yeah <laughs> so chris and chris middleton unsung hero right he's really good shooting guard and he's a clutch yeah. shooter too i mean i remember that game watching that game one i was like maybe it wasn't a fluke after all i mean chris middleton has a history mm. of hitting those you know game winning yeah. game tying oh, shots sure. i mean chris middleton made me cry two years ago during the um was it when they beat us 4-1 right when Kyrie was like being an a-hole on the celtics <laughs> that was a terrible season but yeah i'll be what do you think why do you think that it was a surprise for you is this better? Uh, there we go. Yeah. I think Can you talk? Good. This is better? Hello? Yeah, yeah for we're sure. Good. We're good. For sure. Gotcha. Yeah. So what happened with it? Do you know? It must just be my, my microphone. Like, my USB mic is acting up, I guess. Yeah, like, it started off fine, then it just got progressively yeah, more, yeah, like, yeah. staticky. All right. So, we good. We were just talking about how the presence of Drew Holiday opens up so many lanes, right, for Giannis to attack yeah, the basket, yeah. and that's the major difference. And also last year you had Goran Dragic, um, or Dragic, sorry, yeah. um, Duncan Robinson and Tyler Hero were all shooting the lights out of the ball, right? Like from yeah, the three point arc. Like, mm-hmm. like so they were they were the top shooting three point team last year, I'm pretty sure. And this year they're like you know pretty average three point shooting. That's where a lot of their yeah. offensive firepower came from last year that they don't mm-hmm. have this year. Um, they just can't keep up with the Bucks when only Jimmy and Bam Adebayo are the ones pulling yeah. their weight. Yeah, totally. Yeah, so I didn't really see it as a surprise. Um, but well, what about you? I mean, sorry, Abi, what about you? Like, why do you think that it was a surprise? Yeah, with with the Heat, I think um, I think the thing that we there are two things that I'd like to point out with the Heat is one, as soon as they got to the finals and as soon as last season ended, if you're the Heat and their GM, their ownership group, you're looking at your team with this young core, they're shooting the lights out there looking really exciting with, you know, Jimmy Butler at the helm. Yeah. 
I'm not really eager to change things. And as a result of that, when the James Harden rumors started cir- circulating, they really didn't want to give up. Yeah, they didn't pull the trigger at all. And Tyler Hero specifically to get him. Right. And now look at where they are. You know, of course they, <laughs> right. they made that trade. They're looking um, sillier by the day because they aren't putting up those numbers. And I think that with the bubble, the shooting stats were kind of inflated because right because of the depth perception, and everything. Yeah, yeah, it's just a, a lot of different factors at play. Right. So, with the Heat, I think it's just surprising that these guys aren't, you know, performing at that level. I think Bam has been a real liability on defense. He hasn't really been, you know, his usual self that, you know, we got to know during the bubble. And offensively, I, I don't even know how well he's doing. Yeah. I've popped up too much with his stats, but I don't think he's doing what he used to do either. So it's it's been sure. a multifaceted kind of uh, breakdown for Miami. Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of people had this series pegged to go a few games to be a real uh, difficult trip for Milwaukee, yeah. but has not proven that way at all yeah that's the thing i mean we kind of saw like the heat you know over the entire course of the season they were not that you know up to par mm-hmm. uh, as to what they were last year at all right like last year they finished at the fourth seed this year they finished as a sixth seed it's not too much of a drop off but you could tell just by their play style right because the entire eastern conference as a whole kind of stepped back a little bit except those top two or three teams except right the whiz. Except, <laughs> shut, the, shut the hell up bro. um and so the competition, like competitive level that they were playing at, even if they were only a couple spots back, was at such a lower level compared to last year. A lot of it is because of that absence of shooting, right? Mm-hmm. And, you know, young players, they have their, like, sophomore slums. They have their walls in their early years. They'll figure it out eventually. But, yeah, no, I, I wasn't surprised um, by the Bucks blowing out the heat like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, we can move on to the next question. All right, which young star has the most to prove in this year's playoffs? Oh, I, I have a good one for this one. Uh, what do you think? I think Trey Young. I think Trey Yeah, I was going to say that too, actually. Ah, okay, okay. Uh, what part of his game do you think, like, or what do you think he needs to prove? Yeah, I think that, um, especially among the advanced analytics kind of community in the NBA, he, he, there's been a lot of Trey Young hate. I think it's the... Yeah, it's the because of his the way he draws fouls and a lot of his, almost you know, 40% of his points come from shooting free throws, right? Yeah, it's that. And I think it's also the the Bradley Beal argument, what I'll call the Bradley Beal argument, where, mm-hmm. you know, you can put up all these, you know, shooting numbers, these uh, scoring statistics, and they don't really get any kind of respect yeah. uh, among, you know, the elite of the NBA. And I think that for a good part of his career, Trey Young has been viewed as not being there, you know, with the playmaking ability. And of course he can shoot the three ball, but it's not particularly efficient. And I think that this Hawks team and, you know, the particular brand of basketball that he's kind of brought to the table there is kind of starting to challenge that and change a lot of people's minds. So I think that with the moments that we see the floater game um, that he particularly has, uh, we just saw in the clutch in the game one, we were kind yeah. of expecting Trey Young, you know, is he going to take that next step to be a superstar to prove that he can be yeah. a bona fide okay. star on a playoff team or not? Yeah. yeah. The thing with Trey Young is he's very reminiscent of Harden's play style for me, right? That foul drawing, very, like, not particularly efficient, but always putting up really good numbers regardless type play style. Um, and the thing is, like, I'm not a fan of either. I'm not a fan of Jar- Hard James Harden. I know Bilal is. I'm not a fan of Trey Young either. <laughs> I know Steve Nash's comments about, you know, Trey Young with his um, step back into, you know, get- getting the foul from the back, right? Because he steps back in his jump shot to get the foul. And he was like, that's not how the game is supposed to be played or whatever. That's how the game is now, though. Yeah, well, okay, the game is shit then, all right? <laughs> so I don't, I don't like Trey Young, but I will agree with the fact that the Hawks as a team deserve a lot more respect than they get. I know a lot of people have the New York, have the Knicks washing the Hawks out of the series. Bro. Um, I, wait, I don't, I don't think that many people thought it was going to be this competitive. Or no, bro. If, if we do, if, 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 um, if you just pay attention, the Hawks have been playing great basketball. And have, I, think, I think people just like have been, have been like, you know, oh shit, it's, it's the Knicks. They made it to the playoffs. Right, like, exactly. All right. that. There's the so Knicks much have, hype yeah. about yeah. it, around yeah. it. But like, if yeah. you break it down, like if the Hawks get their shooting, right, if they get Bogdanovich, Herder, like if they're shooting well, I think they can easily win this series. Yeah. Um, Hunter, I, I think, mean, is the X factor in the series. Yeah. DeAndre Hunter, for sure. Because yeah. DeAndre Hunter is tall enough that he can, you know, defend on the wing, 
but mm-hmm. he's also like like you know agile enough that he could like be a point forward if he needs to be. Yeah. Um, and he's got a great like skill set. I think he matches up with RJ Barrett really, really well, um, better than most people think. And I think that matchup is going to be the X factor in the series, right? Because Trey Young, right, and then you take Julius Randle on the other side, um, combined with D Rose's veteran uh, yeah. leadership, like those points eventually cancel out. But the matchups in between the lines, like DeAndre Hunter versus RJ Barrett, is what's really going to you know be the difference in this series, in my opinion. Yeah. And if and if the Randall keeps playing like the way he does, unless he like unless he gets back to normal, like last game easily could have gone the Hawks way as well, you know. Oh yeah, yeah. in the Garden, right? I, I mean, mean if, this, if playing... that happened, and if that happened, then yeah, the series, I don't know, correct? Have been, yeah, 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 for but, sure. So I'm just excited happy to see Derrick Rose balling out. Man. Yeah, no, that series has been the most exciting. Maybe just because it's the Garden, but I think it's also just. Mm-hmm. Um, the Knicks and yeah. uh, the Knicks and the it just just a really good matchup. Yeah, I'm excited for today. So I agree that Trey Young has a lot to prove, right? And I'm not going to try to ramble here, but I actually think that John Morant has more to prove, um, right here mm. than Trey Young does. Because he, he here's what I say: John Morant is leading a young team by himself, right? Because um, what's his name? Jaron Jackson Jr. He got injured, right? He's not playing right now. Okay. Yeah. All right. So John Morant is on this insane hype train. And I think there's a lot of dissenters who are like, you know, Jaw is really, you know, no, not all that. Right. And so he's, he's a highlight reel. Guy. Right. He's like, he's people, a lot of people consider him as just a highlight reel. That's actually a really good way to put it. Mm-hmm. And that he can't really win games. I mean, they came into the seedings as the ninth seed. Right. Um, and then they ended up getting in because they beat the Warriors. So yeah. a lot of people have been counting them out. I think Jaw has something to prove. And they stole that first game a lot because of, you know, the lack of Donovan Mitchell's presence on the yeah. other side. Mm-hmm. And I think this series is, you know, that's a huge thing, right? It's Donovan Mitchell. And this series is going to end up with the Jazz. But I think if John Moran can make it competitive, he's going to put himself into that top, I don't want to say top five, but at least top 10, you know, point guards in the NBA spot and at least an elite score, right? He had 47 last game, which is nuts mm-hmm. for his age. I mean, he's only a rookie. Uh, he, sorry, he's a, only a second-year player, so. Yeah. Um, I also like watching John Moran's game Everyone a lot more than I him, do yeah. with um, Trey Young, so I'll put that out there. But I think Jaw has a lot to prove um, in this series for sure. Okay, uh, next question. Yeah. Biggest disappointment. I already know what I'm going to say. <laughs> oh, my God, dude. Go ahead, bro. Oh, yeah. you. Dude, the Celtics are... Oh, my God, <laughs> oh my Bro, it's the Nets, man. I yeah. know it's the Nets. Okay, here's, okay, here's what I asked, right? Do, and, uh, how much Brown's of a difference out. do you Jaylen's think Jalen Brown would have made? I think we could have at least taken two games with Jalen Brown in, right? Because he's an elite defender and he's a great scorer as well especially within especially like from the mid-range to the outside of the arc i Um, I agree with everything that you just said except for the at least part i think it's at most two games you could have taken from yeah sorry i meant at most two games i think the next (laughs) one yeah yeah i meant you know yeah definitely not at at um at least Um, i don't don't see the i don't see the celtics pushing it to seven games definitely not but at most i think we could have taken two games but like right now, there's no way we're gonna get swept in the first round. Right? And Jason Tatum has been such a disappointment for some reason. I mean, he's not. I'm used to seeing Jason Tatum put up like you know 36 points a game in the playoffs at least, right? Like or he's a monster. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he's been dropping 50 pieces like for the past like few weeks. He's been dropping like 40 to 50 points, and mm-hmm. now I'm just seeing him putting putting up like um, 15. 20 points a game it just mm-hmm. makes no sense like the much of the scoring burden has been on Kemba and some of the bench players which really doesn't make any sense to me because that's not a strong suit at all and uh dude oh my. it's just so disappointing I feel so I don't know I mean I Jalen's injured so I guess it was expected but it still hurts you know that's all what about y'all biggest disappointment I wouldn't call, you know, at least for me, in from from my, where I sit, I wouldn't call the the Celtics as much of a disappointment as you know maybe some other other cases around the league. Just because, uh, yeah, the, the Clippers. 
Uh, oh yes, yeah. Can we talk about the Clippers? Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Bobby's a known Clippers hater, though. Well, okay, okay. I okay. am too. I am too. <laughs> I hate pump the brakes. I, I wouldn't call myself a known Clippers hater. I really enjoy Paul George. I think I'm a Paul George hater. I'm a pandemic P hater. If if I may, if I may, I feel like um the. I like a lot of the pieces that the Clippers have. And I think that, you know, two weeks ago, three weeks ago, they had a really compelling case for me for them to see them go really deep in the playoffs. And mm-hmm. you know, they have all the pieces going. They, but Toom has been playing out of his mind this year. Like, you know, he's just been a crazy addition. And mm-hmm. I think that what the, the comedy of errors that has just been this last, you know, two weeks for the Clippers has just, we can't yeah. not talk about it. So they yeah. they were actively tanking, right, to avoid LeBron <laughs> yeah. and avoid you know the uh, the seven seed in the playoffs, and they ended up with the four seed. They didn't want to play. Um, I forget the Trailblazers even too. I guess I don't know. <laughs> I guess that was coming up to the end of it because that could have been the Lakers. So they yeah. chose to play the Mavericks, which like. This is a terrible idea just to go into. They had to lose right. the, the Thunder, who are the worst team possibly ever in the history of basketball <laughs> at the moment. And they 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 barely got out of the Mavericks series in the bubble. Like they, right. that's what I was gonna say. Like, yeah, he, they they year. exposed the Clippers really bad. Yeah, and Kristaps yeah. was out of that series. I was saying <laughs> in that moment, if Kristaps was healthy, this would have been the Mavericks series, no question. Exactly. Yeah. And now it really is because Chris Stabs is healthy. Yeah, they didn't learn at all. They choked the home court advantage. They lost both games at home, getting right. embarrassed by Luca and company. Mm-hmm. And I just don't know. Like, I'm not going to say that it's over, but the the Clippers are at a put up or shut up kind of moment in their season yeah. right. history. If Kawhi I mean, decides to leave, yeah. if they lose, you know, there's all these kinds of questions that emerge yeah. if uh, if the like should went out. I, I think he should as well. Blow, well, you got any? You what are you, you you were gonna say something? No, um, <laughs> not really. I mean, I, I kind of agree. I mean, last last year, I had I had a good amount of hopes in the Clippers, mm-hmm. and um, yeah, they just they they kept disappointing. And 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 I remember they just had a hor that that last game they played. They just couldn't make a single shot. Mm-hmm. Um, and I I remember I'll be texting me a bunch of. Yeah, a bunch of things about the Clippers that they lost. <laughs> no, it, it makes sense right? because you know Patrick Beverly is not a scorer. He's a good defender, but he's not a scorer. All right, Paul George has been absolutely garbage in the playoffs for the past two years. Like you can't rely on him. It's all falls on Kawhi, right? What there's only so much one man can do to do, especially when uh, what's his name Zubak, right? Is the yeah. starting center, yeah. right? Like Zubak's not going to be able to do much against Chris Nets Porzingis. I think they should maybe consider starting Demarcus Cousins. I don't know. Um, I, I like Zubac. I'm I'm going to go out on the line for him here. He's been at points during the regular season really reliable. He'll put dudes on posters. I think that he hasn't been the force on the on the rebounding side that he usually is. He hasn't mm-hmm. been scoring like he usually does. That's what I was noticing. It's like they the Mavericks are getting insane amount of second chance points mm-hmm. um, during the games, which is a huge thing. Also, there's a huge difference in the head coaching ability. Like Rick Carlisle is a great coach. Tyron Lue, not so much. There's a reason <laughs> Tyron Lue. <laughs> okay, he's missing know. LeBron, bro. <laughs> Dude, he is. Tyron Lue wasn't the coach when it was LeBron. Dude, Tyron Lue is a coach, terrible man. coach. He cannot scheme for his shit, and he doesn't know how to game plan for Luca. And also, the Mavericks have a plethora Second of knockdown shooters that um, that the Clippers just cannot guard. Right, Dorian Finney-Smith. When he needs to hit a shot, he will hit a shot. Is Jalen Brunson still on the team? I think he is, right? Uh, yeah, he is, yeah. Yeah, Jalen Brunson, when he needs to hit a shot, he's going to make a shot. Even Chris Stapps can stretch the floor from the outside, and obviously Luka is a great three-point shooter. When you have that much firepower on a team and under and, and an underperforming star, right? PG is supposed to be a top 20, maybe a top 15, top 10 player. And when you have an underperforming star versus the bench that's going off, right? Not, not even including Luka and Chris Stapps. Obviously, you're going to be at a loss. So either they need to, you know, figure out how to guard Luka or they need to change up their scheme so they can, you know, defend the interior from Chris Stapps. I think that's the only way they win this series. It's one of those two. Either make Luka do everything 
or make it so that he doesn't do anything and the rest of the team has to do the rest. That's all it is. I think um I think when I when I watch the the Mavericks Clippers series is that I think it's an, an inevitable truth that Luca's going to get his. He's going to do that's yeah. yeah. And they've they've just not been putting uh Paul George and Kawhi on Luca as much and I can't really blame them because they need they can't have uh, those guys expending that energy on the defensive side of the court if no one's going to help out on offense. Right. Know? And Patrick Beverly is a severely teams. overrated defender. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I was seeing clips where Luca was driving right by him on Instagram. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Well, then, shit. I mean, that's all the proof you need. <laughs> <laughs> Patrick Beverly talks way too much. All right, but real question is, yeah, uh, how far you think the Wiz take in this series? <laughs> Dude, you know what, Beverly? My, I, bet I, I, I put hundred. Bro, Wiz, no, do you think the Wiz had that first game in the bag, mm-hmm. and then they got that that out of bounds call? So really, yeah. it's the it's Listen, really it's as the long rest, as Davis rest versus Purdy. the Wiz, bro. <laughs> Honestly, <laughs> rest versus Ish Smith and the Wiz. <laughs> Dude, it's literally the Wizards versus Davis Burton's. That's the entire series. Burton's. Do you want to talk about Burton's first? Dude, <laughs> Yo, MVP right there. Oh. Zero, 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 six. Yeah, he fouls. put up. He put up the mean stat line. Put up, I was doing numbers though. Foul out like. If nobody's put the, up numbers like this in the history of the game, bro. We we paid we paid this man. <laughs> Eighty million dollars over five years. <laughs> yeah, to be you know our sixth man, I guess, and shoot. Through. I would pay to trade him. Like <laughs> that's he what has, to do bro, at this he, point. To get he rid of has two jobs. All right, he needs to shoot threes, be nice to the refs. Right, he got fouled out, and he bro, he's so such a bad defender too. Yeah, yeah, I was gonna say. Yeah. Oh my. If you're I'm telling you the Wizards, as long as they play Bertans even a single minute, y'all are not winning the game. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I don't think it's just that though. The Sixers are kind of crazy. For, oh, from okay, bro, from they a more, are third, yeah, yeah. good lord. But yeah, yeah. from a more <laughs> they're kind of unfair. Embiid <laughs> has been feasting inside because y'all just don't have a, like a good center on the roster. I mean, yeah, Robin it's Lopez, that, but also like Embiid can kind of score at will. Like yeah, like, basically, like I mean, it's it's hard to find a good matchup for him. Looks like other yeah. than Jokic. Like who do you okay? Yeah. Like I think besides Rudy Gobert, there's not someone that can really you know shut down. Embiid. I don't even think Rudy Gobert could shut down Embiid when it comes to it. But yeah, dude, Embiid is just going to feast on the inside. You know, it's funny because I, I was rooting for the Wizards, right? Just because, you know, of I course. hate the 76ers. I, mean, I was rooting for us to win a couple of games. Yeah. yeah, I thought you guys would at least take two. And then I started watching the first game, right? And I was like, Bro, but the first game we were kind of balling, though. Yeah, we were actually. You were until they went up 19 points in the fourth quarter. And I was like, yeah, the series is over. Bro, what? Yeah, in the fourth quarter. Second, that's the second game. Oh, yeah. That would have been <laughs> yeah, my bad, my bad, my bad. And then I bet yeah. with my brother. I said the, uh, the 76ers are going to sweep, so I'm waiting on 100 bucks transferred into my Venmo sooner or later. <laughs> I don't think you guys are going win to a, win a game, which pains me because I love Brad. And I think Russ deserves to go for it. Bro, I think, well. you know, as you said, but... once the Sixers see our crazy fans, our insane fans, <laughs> and Beals is going to be on Russ, you know, it's just. Uh, it's you just you know those Wizards fans. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Once, once, once they you know, Russ see... got that food thrown on him, like he's going to come out like dude, pissed now. Sure, yeah. man. Oh, yeah, the pop. Dude, that was messed up. Bro, the fans that in general that spit on Trey Young. Like, yeah. what the hell? I, was I mean, it's, it's... Here at the Nats game that same night. You know, kind of got oh, lost really? in the cycle. But wow. <laughs> it was like there was just a, a full night of just fan, you know, crazy. Jeez. Bro, it's all that it's all that pent up, like they haven't come to a game yeah, in a while. Like, yeah. It's gonna do something terrible, you know. But for real, Philly fans are I hate dude. Philly fans are the worst. Coming from man. a Boston fan, like Yo, shut up, man. Shut up. Get out of here. fans got like, a whole host of fans are crazy. The 76ers okay. fans are crazy. You're deflecting now, bro. I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm not, I'm not a Philly sports fan. Yeah. Defender <laughs> yeah. out here, but For Boston sure. fans are not. <laughs> Boston fans love Also, before, yeah, before well. we move on from the Wizards, I just want to talk about, you know, two things. Russell yeah. Westbrook and Robin Lopez. Of course, I'm bringing up Russell Westbrook. I think Bilal knows why. It's just infuriating to watch this man. Oh, my. Of course, it was fun, you know, this past <laughs> month or two when he kind of, you know, was going off. Yeah, when he was a big yeah. part in us coming back into the standings and getting into the playoffs yeah. and securing the eighth seed. But he's just not doing his thing, man. He's Bruh. totally yeah. shut down. 
of course, I have to credit Matisse Thibel and Ben Simmons particularly. Yeah, right. Ben Simmons is an elite defender. Yeah, like Russ is just not looking yeah. good at all, and he's yeah. taking bad shots. Which yeah. you know, this isn't new. This is Russell Westbrook. He takes yeah. bad shots. <laughs> but it's just like watching the shit. It's just like he doesn't make the right decision <laughs> frequently. Right, right. And he turns right, the yeah. ball over more than anyone. Like yeah, he, he does. Runs, you know, he really does. Yeah. Anyone really, in the league. Yeah. Yeah. Head Russ spread. is always on that weird cycle. It's like, you know, from January to like March, he's tearing it up, right? He's dropping <laughs> triple doubles and then he's just like non existent in the playoffs. And then we go back to like September and we're just like, oh, Russ is really not all that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's the same cycle Bro. every single year with Russ. I don't know, he just takes weird shots. Like every time he jumps yeah. the mid range, just like, and, the, and I don't know, like the first game he shot, shot like five times and don't try to bank it off the, try to bank it in. I don't know <laughs> that. Like why? Like just shoot a normal shot. Bro, I don't they, think he tried to make it. Well, right? he was trying to do that, bro, on purpose. My boy yeah. was telling me, like, I was having the the whole Russ conversation. My boy was like, "Yeah, man, that's that's his signature shot." And I was like, <laughs> "Signature, signature to miss it too." Like he <laughs> <it> every time. <laughs> this guy only makes it like once. That's wild. Once every couple of games, bro. Oh, the, he the makes it three one, once though. every couple of games. Yeah. The other one I want to talk about is Robin Lopez. I, I think Bro. you know more people around the league should be talking about Robin Lopez. For that hook shot. The hook shot Dude, is yeah, Robin Lopez. Lopez I've been, been watching that all all He's season. So like, broken. Yeah, man. He's so broken. Oh yeah. Oh Just feed him, bro. Just feed him. <laughs> That's like That's one so of the good. only plays. Like Embiid isn't a good defender, but I'm not gonna. Bro, take it's away unguardable, from Robin. man. Robin's hook <laughs> shot. Dude, he looked like Hake- he looked like Hakeem every single time. He is the truth. He is the truth. Don't let anyone get it twisted. Like. It's death taxes and Robin, and Robin Lopez. Lopez. <laughs> he does that like at least a thousand oh times with every practice, bro. Like at it's the only thing he practices. I remember watching right with my brother, and I came in late and I saw him getting destroyed. But the only shots that were going in for the Wizards at one point was Robin Lopez in yeah. the restricted area and his hook yeah. shot over. Into and Beal, bro. Like every time Beal plays well, every time Beal goes off, we lose. It just always happens. Yeah. He scores like I forty mean, and we lose almost every dude, time. What is Beal's plus minus? Like, what is his efficiency like? Is it, like, really high? Or I feel like, I don't know. I mean, it's I all think... over the place, to be honest. Yeah. Okay. Um, it's it's usually just okay, but... Yeah, he's not incredibly, he's not super inefficient. I wouldn't say that it's his fault, though. Like, he's not giving up baskets. He's not a skilled defender, but, you know, right. I feel like mm-hmm. breakdowns come, you know, across the roster. Yeah. Uh, apart from his. Yeah, I don't think it's him. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, Beal is... Yeah, Beal, I, I, I can't really blame much on Beal. I mean, he's doing his part. He's doing his part, right? Yeah, he's an incredible score. Yeah, All I mean, right. you, you can only do so much when Hal Neto is, you know, <laughs> letting his You can only do so much when Scotty him. Brooks is the goddamn head coach. That dude has no <laughs> idea what he's doing, man. Yeah, man. All right. This All right. Final predictions. Finals predictions. I think, you know, Lakers, Nets, right? Like, it's kind of obvious. Like I don't see the Lakers really losing when they put their mind to it. Hmm. The only teams like the only team that could beat the Lakers, in my opinion, in a seven-game series. Honestly, with the way Luca and the Mavs are playing right now, it might just be them. It might just be because I don't see the Jazz doing. I mean, the Jazz always end up choking. The Nuggets are without Jamal Murray; they can't keep up offensively. Um, the what is it? The Blazers are literally just Lillard and McCollum. They, that's not enough to get it done. I think it ha- it's just the, the only team that could see them see beating the Lakers coming out of the West is the Mavs. That's it. Um, I feel like that's kind of dumb. Uh, dumb? What you mean dumb? Bro? <laughs> I'm yeah, gonna go. I mean, I'm gonna go like Sixers. I said out of the West, my guy. No, no, no. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. My oh, okay, in general, okay. I'm gonna go. I feel like the Nets, I don't know why. I feel like the Sixers can beat them. No, they can't. I think they can. No, honestly. they cannot. They definitely I mean, they, at the end of the day, Brooklyn, I don't think they, they definitely I don't think they can say they can definitely cannot. No, they definitely most hundred <laughs> yeah. percent cannot beat the Nets. Just because Jason Tatum and one of the worst uh, supporting cast can't beat Brooklyn doesn't mean anyone. <laughs> hey, hey, yeah, hey, bro, the hey, Sixers hey, like the Sixers, Sixers have depth. They have they have so many weapons. Their defending is insane. Dude, the Nets can't defend for shit. Who I think gives? the, Sixers the Nets can score at will. Okay. The Nets, oh my god. Yeah, 
no, but I don't think Kyrie I get. I don't think they, I don't think it gets the Sixers on, though. Man. And honestly, oh, honestly, bro, Sixers. I could even see the Bucks coming out of the East, bro. Yes, hell this, no, this, no, hell no, bro. No. I will put money on this. It's gonna be the Nets out of the. <laughs> no, bro. I think I think you're thinking a little bit too narrow-mindedly. Like, no, I'm not. Like the this, Nets. This, I don't the think. Nets, the, I think it's either the Sixers or the Bucks. In the West, the Nets are going to be a dynasty, um, right? KD, if is it's not the Lakers, it's probably the third most prolific scorer in the history of the game. All right, shut up, get out of here. The Nets, okay, are okay, I'm, out of the I'm gonna you gotta relax, bro. I'm gonna, I'm gonna go out on a limb here and kind of agree with Bilal with the East. I've been like, you know, I, I talk NBA every day, of course, with with the yeah. homies, and I've been very, very avoiding the conversation of who I think is going to come out the East. I'm very undecided, like. Yeah. There are days when I look at the Bucks roster and I'm like, no one can really hang with these boys if Giannis can just figure his shit out. Like, mm-hmm. with yeah. it's not just Chris Middleton and Brooke Lopez, Drew Holiday. Of course, Dante DiVincenzo going down was a huge blow, and I think that actually is going to play into my prediction here. But like, Bryn Forbes went off the other day. Pat Connaughton from the corners, you know, cash. Yeah. Like uh, Portis, uh, Bobby Portis, and um, PJ Tucker is one of the best defenders in the league as well, and. They just have a nice roster. But then when the Sixers are playing against you and they're shutting yeah. down your guard play, like if they can throw Ben Simmons and Matisse Thibel at Kyrie and Harden. They're not going to shut down Kyrie and Harden. They're Kyrie I mean, and they're going to shut down. They're just going to throw them at him. And I feel like it's going to make life very difficult for them. That's what I'm yeah, saying, bro. right? It's have no Sixers answer. are in a flow. Like, I don't see, I've never seen a team like them in a while. Like, holy yeah, dude, like, the issue is you have to shut down all three of those players to beat them, right? Because if you, you let not necessarily. I don't know. I don't think you have to. You kind of do. You kind of do. Because if no, you let even one all of them three? go crazy, they're putting up 40 on you at least. Nah, bro. Odds are one of them won't have their day. And like the other two you know, will. Odds, okay. Then you. And but, even. even but if then the, but the Sixers can guard them. The Sixers can at least bench. shut down one of them. When Joe Harris is putting up 17 points in the first quarter, right? That their fourth or fifth option, that okay, that goes to tell you how good their scoring outside of those big three is, dude. Like, I'm, I'm telling you, Philly, Philly got a mean roster. Like yeah. with Tobias, I mean Danny Green's doing okay. It's Seth. I mean Curry. J Cole, bro. J Cole. <laughs> Seth Curry. Tobias looks just like J Cole. White right, Howard yeah. and Matisse Thibel, Shake Milton. As soon as all these guys get down through the roster. You got Tyrese Maxey coming on the floor, looking hungry, giving you buckets. Like it's yeah. up to it's top to bottom with these guys. I don't Dude, know. I don't care. I can list players. Okay, like Nicholas Claxton is playing out of his mind. All right. The mm. big blow that the Nets had is like Spencer Dinwiddie went down a really long time ago. All right, but they still got great players. Bruce Brown is a great player off the bench. Mm-hmm. Joe Harris is a prolific fourth option, fifth option. Jeff Green, veteran presence right there. Um, what's that guy? They still got Blake, and he's still playing at a pretty high level right now. Like, I don't know what to tell you, man. They just have an answer for every single... Landry Shamet even hits shots sometimes. <laughs> Everything that the 76ers can throw at the Nets, the Nets will throw something right <laughs> two times better back. No, I'm just listing off people that I remember. They kind of went off... Um, they used to play Luau Cabarro a lot, and I feel like he hasn't been getting a lot he of... Has, yeah, he hasn't been getting like, minutes yeah. lately. I'm just really concerned with a team that plays Blake Griffin as much as they do, and he's like their five, yeah. right? Like, uh, Yeah, because they, they, they go for a small ball lineup, kind of. But, I mean, KD is seven foot. He just doesn't play like a center. Uh, he still gets the rebounds, though. I mean, yeah, he's, he, he's grabbing boards... Um, yeah. All over Robert Williams. I, yeah, I just can't so. get behind a team that's got Blake Griffin at the at the center. <laughs> you have a force like Joel Embiid. Yeah, yeah, Dude, Joel, it's not about stopping the way he's been playing this year, it's bro. About like, outscoring them, and they it's not about stopping them. Joel, bro. It's about outscoring them, bro. See, the thing that the Wizards can't do that the Nets can is that they can completely outscore the 76ers when they need to. I mean, we haven't. I mean, seen... I don't know. The Wizards can. Score. It's it's more not so when Rus- defending not is when bad. Russell Westbrook yeah. and Davis Bertans are not hitting their bullshit shots. It's <laughs> actually Davis Bertans. Yeah, Davis. It's a Latvian laser. Davis Latvian laser. Wait, is he, he actually back, Latvian? I I thought he, he was. He needs to go back, bro. <laughs> <laughs> That's fucked up. <laughs> like to play there. <laughs> Man. <laughs> he's just Dude. not fit for the NBA. I'm gonna be honest. <laughs> he's not. He's not. He needs to go to the G League and humble himself. <sighs> um, he needs. Yeah, he certainly needs to pick it up. We've seen him. <laughs> like, they, he could, 
Sometimes it'll be like 12 games, though. It'll go off. Yeah. Yeah. Listen, I'm looking forward to the East Conference Finals, but I don't think it's going to be that competitive. I think the Nets are going to watch I'll put they money play. on it that the Nets won't come out of the East. See, I'll, I'll get in on that action. Yeah, yeah. All right, we'll do a three-way bet. I get my pick out at a later time. Um, oh, yeah, the last question that I had, right, was um, do you think that, you know, assuming that the Nets go on to win, right, and maybe, you know, they kind of like let's let's say hypothetically the Nets win and they like wash the competition, right? Do you think that dynasties, dynasties, however you want to say it, like the previous Warriors dynasty and the Nets dynasty are ruining the NBA? Okay, I think it's I think it's a little premature with the Nets dynasty, right? Yeah. Right? Yeah. Uh, you I hopped on them so quick, bro. <laughs> I wouldn't say that. <laughs> I feel like the Warriors weren't ruining the NBA until KD got there. Yeah, yeah, that's what. That's, yeah, that's yeah. facts. Yeah. But yeah, I think that it's <laughs> it isn't really a level playing field. I think that this Nets team has enough flaws where it kind of you know it isn't that way. Like if like let's say that Dwight Howard instead of being on the uh, Sixers were on the Nets, yeah, that would be that would be very difficult to beat at that point. But right, they I don't, don't have a bona fide center. Yeah, like there, there are flaws with Brooklyn's game, but yeah, it can be pretty annoying when yeah. they have the scores that they do. And imagine if Lamarcus Aldridge didn't retire and you're still playing like he was, like yeah, that would be, be very, that would be that would be. I think that's fringing on the dynasty right there. Yeah, because yeah. then but dynasty, you got to prove it, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah for sure. You're but I'm just trying to imagine like how good the Nets are going to be when Spencer Dinwiddie comes back next season. Dude. Dude, yeah, see, that's the saying. Like, you, you call them a dynasty, but like, uh, like the Warriors, they proved it. They went to the kept mm-hmm. going to the finals. And yeah, no, forget came, the saying, like, like Katie, dynasty or Katie, whatever. Katie, I'm just saying, the are set up for the next few years to dominate in the East. They are, but like, I don't know. Regular season, like some games you saw them, and they were playing. They were playing like a playoffs is a like whole a, different a dream thing, team or something, like you know. But then um, some other games you saw, it was kind of just out of whack. Yeah, I mean that's the regular so, season. There's a strong difference. It's a regular season, and but they they have yet to play an actual good team in the playoffs. All right, chill <laughs> out. Okay, the Celtics are on that yeah, without Jalen Brown. Yeah, but I'm saying like an actual elite team. Like we'll see when that happens. Yeah, like, I mean there's only are they up three to the task? Like, real elite teams in the East, and Nets are one of them. Right then, there's the. Uh, the Bucks and the Sixers. So until then, right, I guess we can't say much, but mm-hmm. you know, they got young roster besides the, you know, the big yeah. three. Um and Blake Griffin and Jeff Green. And right? you know, dynasties are not a new thing, you know, in the NBA. Yeah. Like, not really. Like yeah. they've 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 had the, the Lakers, the Bulls, like right, right. Um right, right. you know, okay. it's, it's not like a, it's not like some completely right, right different thing. Like these things it happens in the NBA. Um, yeah. Yeah, I mean the Bulls, before, Lakers, you know? back yeah, then, Celtics, yeah, yeah, with like yeah. yeah, Larry Bird. Yeah, I so, guess I mean, that, that's. I true. mean, this thing's kind of ebb and flow, and they they come and they yeah. go. You know, like I think for the past like decade and a half, though, right? We've noticed that like almost every other season, right? There's like a new like big team, right? Like before it was like LeBron's Heat and then the Spurs, right? Coming out of the East and the West, mm-hmm. um, and then from like 2000, uh, 12, 2013 to like 2015, it was like the Warriors and the Cleveland yeah. Cavaliers, right? So there's like switching dynasties or what i don't want to use the word dynasty anymore my bad <laughs> but there's, um, i feel like there's always yeah. like a team to beat though you know right exactly like there's always yeah works yeah there's always um, like this one team or that, two teams you know yeah my fear is that for example okay let's like if, if katie didn't go down in the raptors series right the raptors wouldn't have won right let's not like let's not be naive here if katie and clay thompson were maybe man healthy I mean, then the raptors would not have won okay KD is KD, all right. Okay, good point. <laughs> that the Warriors, the Warriors would have been champions three years in a row, okay, and then KD would have probably, I don't know, if like KD went to the Nets to create like this super team here. Otherwise, the Warriors would still like legitimately. I don't know, man. I feel like he has something to prove. He wanted to be. He wanted to branch. Dude, out. that's the weirdest thing. It's like KD came because he wanted his own team, and then like Harden and Kyrie <laughs> yeah. just followed. Yeah, the I know. Thing. And like he, he, this guy's never gonna get to prove himself as like a LeBron esque leader. It's uh kind of sad, but you know, rings are rings, I guess. I guess. Yeah. I guess. <laughs> yeah. I mean. Yeah. They're kind of different players. Yeah. yeah. Who knows, man? We'll see. I think this Nets team is just 
it's unfair. In my I don't opinion. think the it's Nets are winning a championship. For what I it's think worth, I have I have Lakers over Philly in the final. And I have okay. so I'm not sure what's gonna happen when the Lakers. So I have Lakers and Nets. Like I said, I don't know what's gonna happen there. That's a toss up for me. Um, I'm not really sure, but yeah. I do definitely have the Nets and the Lakers in the final. But oh, what about you? What's your? Like, I have Lakers, and I'm split between the Bucks and the Sixers. You don't think the Nets are coming to the finals at all? Like no chance. No. I think wow. that that Bucks Nets series is going to be must must see TV for oh. all seven games. Oh, hopefully, yeah. yeah. Wait, who do the Bucks play once they beat the Heat? Um, the winner of Philly and then um, Atlanta and New York. Oh, once they beat the Heat. Sorry. Yeah, once they beat the Heat. I was totally yeah. sauced there. Uh, Milwaukee would play uh, presumably Brooklyn. Unless, um, gotcha. Okay. Yeah, so that, yeah, that, yeah. that's gonna be a great second round. So, 76ers, oh, yeah, they're the first seed in the right? line so for the Brooklyn. They got a really easy way back, I mean, up to the ECF. Okay, that makes sense. Interesting. Yeah. All right, I mean, I guess, I guess we'll see, man. I guess we'll see. Yeah, for sure. All right, I'll be thank you for you know taking the time out of your day to talk <laughs> with us. Um, I know, like, based on what you said, you really know your shit, man. I'll say that <laughs> much for sure. Appreciate more than below at least it was a pleasure yeah we would love to have you back uh, another time i think what yeah. we should do right after the nets win the finals we'll run it back and then I can <laughs> okay bro right. okay bro yeah, sounds good if that happens right. okay yeah i'll be right here i'll be right here <laughs> otherwise I'll, sure. otherwise i'll be i'll be spending your your sumant money bro the sumant <laughs> you mean the 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 sumi bucks bro the sumi bucks yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> all right you want we want you want to do the outro Bro, what's the outro? <laughs> Don't just say goodbye, man. Why'd you say it like that? Why'd you say it oh, like that? Awesome. Awesome. I want you to stay safe and keep your masks on. Fuck the CDC, bro. All right. All right. All right. All right. Well, um, thanks for tuning in, y'all, um, to the second season of Never Intentionally podcast. And uh, we'll see you thanks, next Abby, week. Again. And uh, thank you, Abby. Keep your masks on. Stay safe. And uh, we'll see you next week, y'all. Peace. Right, peace. Peace. Adios.